Before we get started, I want to tell you about Entrepreneurs on Fire, hosted by John Lee Dumas. It's available now on the HubSpot Podcast Network. Entrepreneurs on Fire stokes inspiration and shares strategies to fire up your entrepreneurial journey and create the life you've always dreamed of. Here are some fantastic episodes to check out first. One, eight tools of improv comedy in work and life with Katie Goodman. That sounds interesting. She's a comedian, author, and speaker. Katie Goodman applies improv rules to the rules of business. Here's another one. How to turn your Instagram into a money-making machine with Zach Benson. The founder of Assistagram shares tips for optimizing your Instagram account for financial gains. And... How to Build a Seven-Figure Side Hustle Without Quitting Your Full-Time Day Job. Shark Take winner entrepreneur Sean Patel shares tips for building your side hustle into a powerful income stream. So if you are needing strategies that fire up your entrepreneurial journey and help you live your best life, listen to Entrepreneurs on Fire wherever you get your podcasts. Every small business owner that I interact with is making it hard for the customer to give you money. You're literally saying, put your credit card back. I got some more to explain. That is the number one thing that Tyler Robertson is dealing with. And Tyler is the CEO of Diesel Laptops. It's a company that provides diagnostic tools for diesel trucks. He's had extreme success, but he's got this other product that he's not known for that he wants to grow. If you've got a great product that more people should be using, more people should be buying, somewhere along the line, they're getting confused. And today, I'm going to help you stop confusing them and make it easy for them to pull out their wallet and give you some money. I want to welcome you to the Business Made Simple podcast brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the only place that coaches you through a six-step plan to grow your small business. We do that by helping you build your business like an airplane. The cockpit is your leadership. The body is your overhead. The right engine is your marketing. The left engine is your sales. The wings are your products and the fuel tanks are your cash flow. If you master the six parts of a small business, your business will fly far and fast. Every week, we help a business owner just like you optimize their airplane. I'm your host, Donald Miller. Tyler Robertson, so great to have you on the show. Pleasure to be on here. Well, you've had a lot of success in your small business. You've grown from zero to 40 million in seven years. Is that right? Yeah. Well, we're actually about to hit about 70 million this year, maybe even 80 million. 70 million. Yeah. And how long have you been in business? Uh, it'll be it'll be seven years. Uh, it was seven years. It'll be, we're coming up on year eight here in March. Wow. You grow, I mean, 10 million added a year is crazy, crazy, crazy. And you started in your garage. Is that right? Garage, dining room table, no outside capital. Just, just thought I'd make a thing. And it's just been bobbing and weaving since. All right. Well, everybody's wondering how you make $70 million in 10 years or how you grow a $70 million company in 10 years. Tyler, what do you do? Yeah. So what we do, it's really weird. No one ever knows about this thing. Uh, maybe they do now with COVID, but we're in the B2B space and all those semi trucks driving up and down the road. I think we all learned about supply chain, how big of a problem that is. And we're the company that provides the resources to allow people to repair those things efficiently. Okay. So peep, so there's these diesel truck fix-it shops or these you know truck stops and things like that, anywhere you have a diesel truck repair shop. What do you provide to those repair shops that they're paying you all this money for? Well, it started with just diagnostic tools, but then we learned people didn't know how to use the tools. So we had to open a training division and then we sold the tools and we, we learned that they don't have the repair information. They tell you what's wrong. They don't tell you to fix it. So we built a SaaS model called Diesel Repair and we have a call center staffed with diesel techs, helping people over the internet and over the phone just fix trucks remotely. Wow. So explain to me the different revenue streams. I, I think I heard three of them in two sentences. What, what are the different revenue streams? Yeah. So, I mean, that's the part we're trying to stand a stronger leg on. So really what people buy is these kits and the kit has a laptop, has software, and has hardware to connect to the vehicle. 
And we've done a great job selling that. And we've done such a good job of building services around it just so we can sell more of the kits that one day we had this realization, hey man, that repair information we're selling to give away for free to sell the kits, maybe we should build it on its own thing. So we've launched a, a separate platform to go just sell diesel repair. When you say sell diesel repair, are you training people to repair diesel engines? Is that what you mean by sell diesel repair? So diesel repair is the name we use for our, our SaaS repair information platform. So it tells you all the codes and wiring diagrams and labor time guides and all these technical pieces you need in order to actually efficiently fix something. So the, the laptop tells you what's wrong with the engine. And then I go to your information database and it tells me how to fix it, how long it's going to take, what approximately I'm going to bill the customer, what parts I would need to order, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, 100%. And then we have a call center that's staffed with the people that actually help you over the phone if you don't know. So like the old phone a friend, we have that service as well. How much does it cost me to have that? So we sell it with the package the first year. And then you have to buy a renewal package for us years two, three, four, and five, and six, and so on. But that's one of the services we've launched separately is like, when I got this whole call center and I have a huge market that didn't buy my tools, but I know they need that because nobody else has it. So let's go put a second service available to anybody anywhere to go buy just the access to our diesel techs. We charge a couple hundred bucks a month if a customer wants just that service. A couple hundred bucks for all my mechanics for 200 bucks a month? Per rooftop is how we do it. Wow. And then how many people do you have in the call center? There's over 50 of them in the call center. So half are diesel techs and half are IT pros because at the end of the day, what we sell is on Windows laptops. And as we all know, Windows eventually has some problems and we need some IT people involved. Okay. So I think we understand what you're doing and what's going on. What is keeping you up at night, Tyler? Yeah. So, you know, what we did is we launched this SaaS platform called Diesel Repair, which is the repair information we've been talking about. And the problem we have is, I guess, two things really. One, when we run ads across the internet, people just see diesel laptops and they start talking about diagnostic tools. Even when we send surveys out about how do you like diesel repair, all the survey results mainly are about our diagnostic tools. Uh, but then, then when we do get people in the funnel, we're just really struggling to, we're struggling to sell them. Um, we've tried some different strategies and it's just, it's different for us selling software versus a physical product that you ship somebody and they can feel and touch. So we're, we're kind of like rookie level of selling just a software service to to customers. Well, I think here's what I would think. I would think that really what I'm buying is all the knowledge of an ace mechanic. In other words, if I were going to sell this to a, a, a diesel shop, I might say, uh, how much do you think 10 of the best diesel mechanics in the country would cost you to have working in your shop? And they would say, a million bucks a year at least, right? And you would say, nope. $200 a month. That's how I would position it. That basically, it, you know, let us be your absolute best mechanic for 200 bucks a month. That's sort of like first pass messaging. And then second pass messaging is we turn your mechanics into the best mechanics in the world with a $200 subscription. And then you need to break down the value. Trucks get fixed faster. Trucks get fixed correctly. Uh, you can get to, you can build the customer more quickly. Uh, less trucks sitting around in your in your parking lot. Usually a service that is like yours that sounds really valuable and is a no-brainer for people to buy, usually the problem is it's not being explained very clearly so that people can understand it in just milliseconds what it actually is. Tyler, what do you think about that? I mean, am, am, I, am I smelling around the right problem? Yeah, yeah. I, I think... <laughs> You know, you, you make it sound so simple, right? So yeah, I've been thinking about it wrong. I mean, we've been talking about like the benefits and the features and you're right. We probably haven't been, we haven't been clearly explaining to customers, like you said, 
hey, how would you like to have these world-class technicians in your shop? No, what, you are, what you are saving me is several hundred thousand dollars a year in experienced mechanics. Uh, now, I, now, I've got mechanics in my shop. I just want them to have access to the best mechanics in the world so that they can do their job more quickly, more productively, and you know, get to the part where I build a customer a lot faster. And that, that's really what you're selling. That's the only thing I'm going to buy. You know, I, I got to figure out how this is making me money. And usually when you have a great product that's not selling well, it's because the part where you tell me how I'm making money or how I'm saving money or how I solve my problem isn't being made clear enough. Yeah, I, I 100% am on board with the line of thinking that you have going. And I think where we've been struggling is we've been taking our existing sales processes that we have and we know that work for our hardware side. And it just has not worked with our inside sales team or our outside sales team. We're just struggling to get that message across. And I guess that's where we we struggle a little bit too. Is So as people can imagine, I have 50 plus salespeople and they are all really busy. We're still growing fast on our hardware stuff. So trying to get commissioned salespeople to go sell something new and shiny when they have a line of customers over on the other side that are chomping at the bit to buy something. Yeah. We've been struggling on that that a little bit too. And yeah, I like that problem. I want everybody to hear their their salespeople are making a lot of money with one kind of behavior. And to get them to adapt that behavior to make money somewhere else isn't going to happen when those salespeople can pay their mortgage. Right? Exactly. Yeah. One hundred percent. That's we're struggling there. So let's let's talk about a strategy to deal with that. And here's what I think would work. You got two things that I think you should do. One is for every piece of hardware that you sell, you get a three-month free subscription to diesel repair, right? Is that the, is that the service, diesel we're, repair? We're including it now for the first year just so we can go sell more of the kits. For free? Yeah. Well, I mean, we charge a premium for it. We charge more for our products, 30% more for our products than our competitors because we're bundling so many things for free, essentially, at the beginning. And diesel repair is part of that? It, it is. So what we want. So, what, so what, why are the salespeople having trouble selling it when it's actually just free with the, for the first year? So where we're having trouble selling it is you got to imagine there's customers that already have existing diagnostic tools from other companies and competitors, but they don't have the repair information and the diesel techs to help them solve their problems. So it's the equivalent of them going to a Napa O'Reilly, buying a tool and trying to do it themselves when they need access to all these other yeah. things that we offer. Okay, so then you've got a communication campaign that has to take place inside of every repair shop. And what you need are to print out some physical posters that say, uh, if you've got a question, don't waste your time trying to f solve it yourself, call the experts, whatever. Question about diesel repair, 1-800-whatever, or the website that they can go to to find the tool. You got to change the habit of the people who actually have the tool so that they start using it in the first year and then re-up on the subscription basis going into the second year. Uh, is that a possibility? Yeah. Have you ever seen anyone successfully stand up a separate sales organization inside their own company that just sells different products and services? But we, we've talked about it a lot, but we feel there'd be so much collision and overlap with the same customer getting hit from, from potentially two diff three different salespeople. What I'm hearing you say, and maybe I'm, I don't fully understand, is that you're not really even having to sell the, the diesel repair you know, software as service because you're giving it away for free, right? So it's, it's being sold with the hardware. Is that right? It, it is. We want extra sales. Oh, you want to sell to people who aren't using the... Yes. Not, you don't have our hardware. We want to sell to customers that don't have our hardware, but they have their own tools. Got already. it. Yeah. Got it. So I, I think you sell that as a subscription to almost like the Wikipedia of diesel engines. Listen to what I just said, the Wikipedia of diesel repair. 
everybody knows what Wikipedia is, so their brain gets filled in, and then they say of diesel repair for two hundred bucks a month. It, you need something like that to those people, so they can understand it really, really quickly, because they know I go to Wikipedia to search for information about something. Uh, so I can go to Wikipedia to search for this, or if it's a call-in service, and it's both, right? I mean, you can go look it up online, or you can call in. Yeah. Yep. Both. Okay. So, you know, again, you just want to be able to say, wouldn't you love to be able to call an expert mechanic whenever you have a problem that you can't seem to figure out? That's the question that says, yes, I would. And then you just give them the number. The other thing that you can do is give them the number, like just do a massive campaign, a massive campaign, Tyler, on to diesel mechanics, target those people and just say, if you ever have a problem fixing a diesel engine, Call us. We can help you fix it. We know everything about diesel engines. Put that number there. And then when people call, say, it's so great. I'm so glad you called. Uh, do you have an account with us? And if they don't have an account with you, say, I'd love to set you up for three months for free. Uh, you can call us anytime you're having a problem with diesel engines. It's only 200 bucks a month, but I'll give you three months for free if you want to do that. And then there you go. Now you have people, you're, they're literally calling you thinking it's free advice. And then they find out Oh, actually, there's a charge for this, but we're going to give it to you three months for free. You're going to have 50 plus percent say, oh, no, thanks. I thought this was a free thing. And they're going to hang up. But then you they've already made the call once. They're not going to buy the service. Two months later, they have a problem with an engine. They're going to call back and say, okay, I'll give you 200 bucks a month because I can't figure this out. Yep. Does that make yep. sense? Yeah. No, you're 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 exactly right. You're, you're definitely making it more clear than we've been trying to do it. Well, you also have a focus on your campaign at that point. And the focus is... You're just, all you're trying to do is change the mechanic's behavior. And the mechanic's behavior is when I have a problem, I call this number. That's it. When you have a problem you can't solve, or when you have a problem fixing an engine, call this number and we'll tell you what to do. By the way, write that down. When you have a problem fixing an engine, call this number and we'll tell you what to do. Then when they call the number, you find out whether or not they have an account. If they don't have an account, you get, offer them a free account in order to help them out. And that's how you grow it. And, but then, so you now you have one marketing job, and that is to get every diesel mechanic in the country to know that when they have a problem, they call this number. Well, that part I think we can handle. We have a pretty good reach inside all these repair shops already that we work with. So I, I think we get the message out there. And you can send them posters. You can send them T-shirts. Send them Yeti coolers that says, when you have a problem fixing a diesel engine, call this number. You just do a massive swag campaign. Whatever you got to do. Truck of the month calendar. But when you have a problem fixing a diesel engine, call this number and we will help you out. It's October, so odds are you are in the final stretch of your fiscal year. And in this macroeconomic climate, you're also probably thinking about how to best optimize budgets and scale operations ahead of 2023. But you do not want the best probable solution to deal with whatever comes next. You want the best solution, period. Whatever stage your business is in, HubSpot's CRM platform is ready to scale with you at the flip of a metaphorical switch. With totally customizable hubs, HubSpot has thousands of apps that you can easily integrate, use, or get rid of whenever you need them or don't. Plus, transparent costs and an intuitive interface means there are no fancy frills to hide behind. That's because HubSpot isn't here to probably grow your business. It's here to help you grow your business, period. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. You know, there's one thing that's really clear as I talk to small business owners every week, and that's that they need a plan. 
They need a plan to follow as they grow their small business. I started my business without a plan and probably, ah, gosh, in the 10 years I've been running a business, I bet I've wasted four of those just chasing down uh, ideas that didn't really help me grow my company. The truth is a plan is actually very, very simple. Uh, There are six frameworks that you need to know. And if you know those six frameworks, you have a plan to grow a small business. You know what you are doing. That's exactly what you get at businessmadesimple.com. You get a plan to optimize revenue and profit. You need email addresses. You need focus on three economic objectives. You need a clear marketing message. You need to invite the customer into a story. That's our sales framework. You need to manage your cash flow so you don't run out. All of that is part of the plan that is available to you at businessmadesimple.com. Plus, I host a live stream. You get access to me every month live. You can actually ask me a question. Join thousands and thousands of business owners just like you who have a plan to optimize revenue and profit. If you join Business Made Simple, you will have a plan too. Go to businessmadesimple.com and get your plan. Optimize revenue and profit, and you will not only survive, you will thrive. Go to businessmadesimple.com. And now back to the show. Now you're not even dealing with your salespeople. You're actually dealing with the diesel mechanics who are the consultants on the phone, and they check to see if you have an account. Now, here's what you do. If that person doesn't have an account, the technician says, look, I'll set you up. I'd love to set you up for for 90 days free. Now, if they say, absolutely, if they give their credit card number and do 90 days for free, give the first 30 days, 200 bucks to the technician. So now you're actually, you're giving away four months for free. And your technician is making 200 bucks every time they sign somebody up. Yeah, I love it, man. Now you've incentivized behavior. So you're challenging the diesel mechanic to call this number every time they don't have an answer to this, this problem. I gave you the language on that. And then you're, giving, you're incentivizing the actual technician and rewarding them with $200 is not a joke. $200, you know, you do that twice a day, once a day. It's great money, and now they now they're going to become really great salespeople. And you've completely avoided your sales team. Yeah, I mean we've been going about it all wrong. We've been trying to give people, hey, thirty day trials. If you like it, you can buy it. It's just chasing people down for thirty days has not been a good use of our time or very successful. So I like the flip. Well, if they give you their credit card, they, you start billing them immediately anyway. Yeah, you know. So and and I I don't, I don't even mind thirty days for free, and then if they stick it around for thirty days. The second 30 days, the entire 200 bucks goes to the technician who closed them. And then on the third 30 days, you're making money. Well, what I love about this is right on the first call, we're helping that customer with something right away and solving that person's problem. That's exactly it. They know the business model. They know the friendly advice they're going to get. They just put in, here's the other thing. They gave their credit card number for 30 free days. They didn't have to pay for the advice that they're about to get. They get that advice. It helps them fix the truck quicker. Nobody is canceling that. Nobody. Not if they got the help they needed. They're not going to do it. And then they're going to tell their buddies, hey, call that number. I like, I like the strategy. I wish I would have thought of it. Well, now you can actually use <laughs> it. And, and I hope it works. Anything else keeping you up at night? Man, you know, just growing a company, right? You never grow all your departments at the same speed. So it's, it's that constant challenge we got over here. Yeah. People think rapid growth is a luxury. It, it presents enormous problems and, you know, it can leave you scratching your head. It, it is. I mean, we're up over 200 employees now and we'll be plus 30 by the end of the year still. So it's just, it's still just such a rapid pace and yeah, good problems to have. People keep telling me, but there's still problems nonetheless. Great problems. Let's actually help the listener now go through what we talked about. 
And basically, really what we did was we simplified the process that a customer has to go through in order to give you money. That's what we did. We simplified and dramatically reduced the number of steps, which is the key to growth. We, we, we dramatically reduced the number of steps that it takes for a customer to give Tyler $200. And so what we did was we avoided the salespeople. We avoided educating people on what the product is. We avoided all of it. And we just said, if you have a problem, we know that problems trigger behavior, right? A, a toothache triggers me calling the dentist. So I've got to own the problem of, I don't know how to fix this. I've never been up against this problem before with a diesel engine. And as soon as I feel that as a mechanic, it's your job to train me to call this number. So every time I feel it, and I've got to read that on a Yeti cooler, I've got to see that on a calendar, I've got to get Facebook ads with that, I've got to get emails that tell me you know, that stuff. You got to somehow train me to do that. So now I call that number and I have a really helpful conversation. I give my credit card to somebody, I got 30 days for free. Now that person, the technician, is incredibly incentivized to get that credit card number because they know they're going to get 200 bucks every, pretty much every time that they take that credit card number. And they're incentivized to give fantastic advice and be as friendly as possible because they know if I do that, this person won't cancel and I get 200 bucks. And we just simplified everything into two steps. They call me, I get their credit card number, we're done. Well, what I love about all this is I know we can help users with the products and services that we have. And so I, I have no problem offering that to customers, right? And giving the incentive to the person that's answering the phone. So I, I think it's brilliant. And we're definitely going to go give it a try. And I'm definitely going to let you know how it works out. All right, Tyler, you'll come back on and let us know how it works out. And uh, I can tell that you're an aspirational identity for so many people listening. You know, 70 million doesn't come easy. And uh, with 200 employees, by the way, 70 million is fantastic. I mean, you guys are, are really an efficient, productive machine. Yeah. Well, we're spending as fast as we're uh, making it, but that's all part of the game here. So you got big <laughs> aspirations. All right, Tyler, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you very much. Real honor. Yeah, I think we're all rooting for Tyler. Tyler, we wish you the best. All right. At the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action from today's coaching conversation. The main takeaways that you can immediately implement to strengthen and grow your business. And today's plan of action is, you guessed it, stop making it hard for people to give you money. So here's what you want to do. You actually want to say, okay, here's the product that we are selling. We've got 10 customers who've bought this product so far. We should have thousands. Why aren't they giving us money? Usually that problem, the reason they're not giving you money is, is one of a few things. One is that they are confused about the problem that you solve and, and, and nobody steps into confusion. They all walk away from confusion. So you've got to stop confusing them. The other one might be behavior. They're used to behaving this way, which is making somebody else over here money. You need for them to change their behavior. And so what you're looking for is, you know, and I don't mean to be base and I don't mean to um, diminish our customers here, but you actually want to think of your customer almost like a child that you're having to teach something new. And again, I'm not trying to diminish customers' uh, intelligence here, but they are bombarded with information. And you need to be able to, to say, look, when you do this, you get this, right? When you do your chores, you get to play a video game. It, you kind of have to think about business strategy or messaging strategy or customer journey that way. When the customer does this, they get this. And, and the best trigger is a problem. So when the customer feels this problem, 
they do this. Whenever the customer walks into a room and it doesn't smell good, go to acmecandles.com and make the room smell wonderful. You want to take that problem and turn it into a trigger that causes the reaction of buying your product. So that's basically what we did with Tyler. Whenever you are confused as a diesel mechanic, whenever you feel that, do this. Now, the only way we're going to train them to do that is we print it on the side of a Yeti cooler and send it to them with a bunch of Diet Cokes in it or whatever we need to do to get their attention, send them the calendar, send them emails, buy Facebook ads. When you feel this, call this number. Now we've got them calling the number and we need to make it very, very easy and attractive for them to go ahead and give us their credit card. One, 30 days for free. And two, the very person that they're talking to is going to make $200 if they actually get that credit card number. We have just made it very easy for the customer to know why to buy us. We've trained them that when they feel this, they actually call this number. And then we've incentivized the person who's going to take that call. We've completely avoided the sales team. My guess is the sales team would have made more off that, maybe 10% for the perpetuity of that product. And we just save money on that by giving it to the customer service person or the technician. God knows they, they could use the money and, uh, and we want to reward them. Gosh, we've just aligned all the incentives t- for this thing to blow up in, in the best possible way. Uh, I expect great things from Tyler Robertson. I expect that the, that, that, that product is going to start selling like crazy uh, because he's just made it very easy for people to give him the money. What's today's plan of action? Stop making it hard for customers to give you money. I know it sounds easy to you, but think about it from their perspective. From their perspective, is it really easy to understand what problem you helped me solve and what I need to do to solve it. If it isn't, make it easy and they're going to pull out their credit card. All right, everybody. Thanks as always for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast where we help you build your business like an airplane so you can fly it far and fast. See you next week.